This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Before we get into talking specific prospects and Packers and all that stuff, got another one for you. Uh, so, as you mentioned, Packers got a lot of picks, right? So you've got one in the first, two in the second, two in the third. Uh, and I, I've been preaching uh, on this podcast that I'm fine with them trading back from 25. We're trading back in whatever round to accumulate more picks. But... For me, if I'm trading back from 25 to 27 or 28 or whatever the case may be, I want something for next year. I, I don't need anything more for this year. I'm good. I've got five picks in the first three rounds. I'd rather give me another second round pick for next year or give me another third round pick for next year. I'd like to be in a situation as an organization where going into every draft, I've got multiple twos, multiple threes uh, and stuff to play from in case I get to a situation where, dude, there's a stud that's going to win me a Super Bowl. I'm one player away. I know I have draft capital to move up in the first round by dealing a whole bunch to go up and get that player. Think, and again, it didn't end up winning them a Super Bowl. It got them there. And Julio Jones, that Julio Jones trade for Atlanta, they gave up the farm thinking he was going to be the piece of why they would be able to beat the Packers after that. And eventually they did get to the Super Bowl and choked it away. Uh, I want to talk about Kyle Shanahan. But but that that is that is something that occurred. And I'd like for the Packers to be in that situation versus you know, drafting eight guys in the first three rounds this year, and then the rest of the draft. I'm, why even bother with the rest of the draft at that point if you got that many draft picks uh, at that point? What What are your thoughts on trading back, trading ahead, and having draft capital year to year? Yeah, and I know I'm an NFL draft analyst, so I'll become notorious for sitting on the fence and giving non answers. Right? I try to I try to stray away from that when I can, but I'll give. I do kind of sit on the fence here because I think both avenues have some merit. I think that. You know, you trade, you know, you kind of sub out capital this year for slightly earlier capital next year. I love that. And I think especially with the Packers, with Jordan Love, you do have a pretty nice, attractive window here where you can be a little future minded and say, we have enough picks. We have enough depth. Let's plan for next year, get some higher capital. And then that way, like you said, if we're in a position where we're one player away, 
we can be more aggressive and use that capital, right? So I think there's definitely an argument for that. But at the same time, I'm an NFL draft guy. And I, you know, one thing that's always stood out to me is that every year, good players fall down the board, right? There's 32 different boards. There's 32 different teams. There's a lot of variance and there will always be good players available for you, right? So I think if you trade away a round two pick in 2025 and, and shift that out for a round three pick this year, right? Like, yeah, you're a little bit farther down the board, but there will still be quality options there. So I think any way you can get capital is good. What what kind of capital you want is up to you. I think there's merit for both options, but my NFL draft you know, mine will tell me there's always good players. Good players always fall down the board and there's always going to be opportunities regardless of what path you take. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But as a draft analyst, you'll also admit then that when you look at a draft board, there's usually a cutoff of, okay, here's kind of where the elite talent is right here. Uh, and then maybe there's a drop off, just like there is at every position. Okay, these are the elite you know, wide receivers, and then we've got a drop-off. Now, how big of a drop-off do we have? Don't know, but there's a drop-off. And then there's a drop-off with offensive linemen and so forth. So when you start tearing things off like that on draft boards, and I'm sure most do, as far as how big the drop-off is in talent, those extra picks do come into play as far as, well, I better get up to this spot uh, if I'm going to have a chance to get whatever the elite player is at that position that I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's not a it's not an exact process for sure. And I think that's the fun part of it. Right. You know, you can kind of go through it every year. Like Carrington Valentine, to me, was the top 100 talent last year and he fell around seven. So it's just one of those things where, yes, there's going to be a drop off on the board. But with the amount of variance that that comes in with 32 different teams picking, you know, there's always going to be someone that falls and, and slips through the cracks, you know, and it's just it's it's a given every year as much as we like to think that it's a fine-tuned process like yeah this guy should be a good pro right you know should be a good talent um you know there's a lot more that goes into it character scheme fit injuries medicals as well uh so you know there's just so many variables it's it's tough to give a zero sum exact answer for it but you know i will agree with you there is usually a drop off and if you want to fend that off a little bit if you're willing to wait to get extra talent in 2025 which again a lot of guys return to school have that extra covid year so it should be a deeper class again uh, if you want to bank on that and kind of use that slightly higher momentum from that early capital to vault yourselves into super bowl contention that's a good option as well i think there's going to be a lot of depth for the next year because of that covid year one other thing before we take a break and then get to uh players specifically i saw before you came on uh there is a player agency and it slips my mind which one it is but it's a pretty big one uh that is telling its players this year they do not want them taking the cognitive testing anymore they're done they're not they don't want their players taking it it's because of what happened with Stroud last year or at least what they perceived to have happened with Stroud. he didn't fall to the second round because of it he still went very high i mean it didn't screw him necessarily but there was a lot of that negative stigma kind of based around Stroud going into that draft because of that cognitive test. How big of a deal do you view that as? Yeah, me personally, cognitive tests have not been, you know, super, it hasn't been a necessity for me. I think with CJ Stroud too, like looking at the tape, you could tell 
off of his anticipation, his eye manipulation, uh, his ability to progress through reads and kind of multitask in the pocket with his vision upfield. You know, this is a guy who has the necessary processing capacity. I think more often than not, if you see it on tape and more than that, too, if you get in a room with that player and you ask him football questions and he knows the answer and he has an inherent instinct for it, you know, I think teams have enough ammunition to answer those questions for themselves without a cognitive test, right? And me personally, like I'm a media guy, so that's all that I got is the tape, right? Like I will admit my perception is a little bit limited too. So I, I work with what I have, but working with that, the tape alone tells you a lot off of those factors. And then for NFL teams, getting in a room with those guys and asking them questions head on, I think that combined with the tape can give you enough answers to work with. So I don't think it's too big of a deal because I didn't put, I didn't see cognitive tests as a, as a one solution for all anyway. Um, but I think, you know, it's one of those things where for the NFL teams, every little bit of information is useful. So it's one more that they don't have, but I don't think it's going to hurt them too much in the long run. Talk with Ian Cummings again, uh, draft analyst for profootballnetwork.com. Follow him on Twitter at IC underscore draft. That's IC underscore draft. Quick time out, come back. We'll talk about some of these players that might be around for the Packers at 25 and what he thinks of them. That's up next here on Curtin Long. Download it on your Odyssey app or if you download your favorite podcast at also streaming live on your Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Uh, where, uh, you can also go back and check uh, previous podcasts as well, the video contents of them on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Back after this.